June Full Moon by Heather Edwards. Chapter 5 Stir Crazy. Vivian. I've got to get out of the house. I'm bouncing off the walls in here. I remember seeing him at the brewery, and if he happens to remember that, maybe he'll go there looking for me. I pour myself a cup of coffee that Anna left for me. I took longer than I thought getting ready because it's already cooled off. Uh, I need something better for this day. I'm going to head down to the coffee shop. I think I can hide out there. Though he shouldn't be able to recognize me visually, he'll probably be able to sense me if he's close, so there's no version of disguise that would make any sense. I drive down to the train tracks to find a parking spot. I'll look safe. I don't sense or see him anywhere. I hop out of my truck and step through the entrance, aware of my hypervigilance. They've got a new latte called Dark Mystical Secrets, which seems fitting. The blackboard artist even added a little fairy flourish to the title of it. Clearly, that's what I'll be ordering. Sitting back in the corner where I can see everyone coming in, I settle myself and take out my journal. I have got to figure some shit out. This is not the first time I've had sex with a human on one of my nightly adventures, but it is the first time I've turned a human into a fairy or something. He was likely already a fairy or something, but wasn't aware of it. Shouldn't I have been able to sense that? The one who made me realize my truth knew, knew it about me and sought me out specifically because of it. Or at least that was the story I told myself about that night, though I am aware that sometimes the stories I put together tend to support my special uniqueness. It is possible that I read my origin wrong. I was never able to find her again, the one who changed me that summer night. Whew. It makes me shiver in delight to think about that night. I never realized those things about myself, but it all made sense once I was with her. It wasn't something new. It was a switch that was flipped that made me able to express this supernatural element of myself that had always been there. I don't know how to recognize that the existence of that switch in others, and I figured I'd just sort of know. I was nervous with each new encounter for a while. I didn't know what to expect, and I was certainly nervous that I'd start all the glowy stuff and be labeled a freak. Was I supposed to be as masterful in my seduction as the one who showed me what I am? That was certainly intimidating and something I didn't feel as if I would be able to do. I remember masturbating several times a day in those first few weeks because everything was so enhanced and the entire world was suddenly my erotic playground. Also, I had to figure out how to keep my skin from lighting up like a fireworks display when I was aroused, especially when I was coming. So, practice makes perfect, right? I remember the first woman I had sex with after that night, Ava. She was curious. Not as a person, personality quality or anything. She was just testing out the woman thing. That was a first for me. But since I also thought there would be a decent chance I'd have to bail because my nipples might start glowing, it seemed like a safe bet. We were both experimenting in different ways. It was a strange experience for me. Whereas I understood my sexual attraction for women, she seemed to participate as a novelty instead of as someone who was genuinely aroused by being with me. She didn't know how to touch me. She went through the motions and was performative. I played along. We were actors together, but there was no depth or connection. 
The good part was that it made it very easy to keep my glow hidden. I was glad not to see her again. Then there was Lex. Oh, my heart jumps a little thinking about that magical being. Though not magical in the actually a fairy sense. Lex was more masculine than anyone I had ever been with. Yet, when I met Lex, there was this attraction that was unusual for me. Lex was non-binary and transmasculine and easily passed as a man when we were out. It was a little unnerving for me to be clocked as a straight girl when I was with him. Everything about Lex's body was magical to me. I reveled in the way he enjoyed being dominated and spanked. I reinvented my relationship with pussies as I was going down on him so that I could fully feel his energy as heavily yet gently masculine. I thoroughly delighted in giving him head. I loved the way his clip played with my tongue. I still, like right now currently, get aroused by the way he would look at me and gasp when I'd unzip his pants in the car, playfully teasing his dick. He sometimes liked to call his clit his dick um, on the way to dinner. I loved how he would pull my cunt to him forcefully. Uh, Though no penetration could actually happen without a toy, I could feel his intention of entering me as clearly as if he had while his hips would slam up against my ass. He was an amazing lover. I remember the first time I entered his pussy. This was the first time I had ever been asked to put my entire fist in someone. Usually I'd use a strap on and fuck his ass after I tied him up, but this one night was different. He wanted me in his cunt, and he wanted me fully in his cunt. The only time I had ever done this, or had ever had this done to me, was the night that I became aware of my supernatural side. And I was nervous that the same thing would happen with Lex. I didn't, and still don't, have a very clear idea about how all this deep fairy magic works. I was hesitant, as you could imagine. Was there something about fisting that activated fairy magic? Was Lex a fairy? Was this dangerous? Did I have any idea what the fuck I was doing? The answer to all of these questions were on the spectrum of not sure to I have no fucking idea. I remember Lex's cunt and the excited seriousness on his face. The buildup with my mouth and then two fingers was going really well. I could feel him opening and I remember that feeling of anticipation and collaborative allowing. I added a third finger and then used my fingers to push and stretch in all directions priming his enthusiastic cunt for more. I added another finger and moved my thumb into the palm to start the big, full stretch. Lex was moaning and holding his legs out wide for me. I could feel his efforts to open his entire self to me in a way that he never had before. I remember that feeling from my first time, and I understand my lover's chuckling at the reactions a little more clearly. It's dramatic. Perhaps I have some amped intuition with all of this magic stuff, but Lex's pussy couldn't have been any louder in the declaration of what was desired at that moment. Ensuring that I had plenty of lube, I began to slide my hand in deeper until I could feel the tension increase all around my hand. My eyes never left his face. His were on mine intently, except for the moments when they rolled back in his head as he moaned when I pushed the stretch a little more. I could feel him contract and resist, so I'd stop and wait for him to relax again. He'd relax and give me a look of, okay, more. 
I would go a little further until we would repeat the tension weight pattern again. When I got to the point where the pause was at the widest part of my hand, I knew the next relaxation was going to pull me all of the way in. I asked him, are you ready to be filled up? He shot me an unmistakable look of desire for more and let a yes escape his next exhale. He closed his eyes and opened his mouth wide as I felt his cunt relax far enough for me to slide my knuckles past their threshold with only minimal resistance. From there, my hand slid smoothly in as I allowed my fingers to curl into my palm and make a fist. I remember feeling the unblinking, wide-eyed wonder down to my soul as I watched him accept my entire hand into, my, into his body. Okay, 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 he said to let me know to pause and let his body catch up. Then, shit, fuck, yes, escaped his lips and his body let go of its tension. With my hand and wrist deep, I looked down at his cunt. The visible inches of my wrist and forearm were glowing. I quickly looked at the rest of me and all seemed fine. I made a mental note to myself that blindfolds on my bottoms might be a very good plan for a while. He didn't seem to be glowing, so hopefully that was a good sign of not a fairy transition. Seeing so much of of myself in him was hot. I could feel my own arousal peaking. I could feel the pressure build in my pussy for a desire to be touched and eventually to come. My arousal at the sight was not unnoticed by Lex. With his eyes locked on mine, his body started to move. His back arched and his pelvis rocked so that he could push himself onto my fist further. He was rocking himself to use my fairly stationary fist to fuck himself at the tempo and pace he wanted. His body was in control and I just watched him move and writhe on me, teaching me the natural rhythm of his body. I stroked my clit at the same pace that he was rocking and rode his wave of arousal with him all the way to orgasm. After he was done with all of his aftershocks, I took my hand out and licked my fingers. We both looked at each other silently, and then, as if on cue, Tears filled our eyes, and we were both overcome with the intensity of what happened. And after a few seconds of that, we both shifted into fits of giggles and joked about the crying and the laughing and the orgasm, and that's definitely the best part of queer sex. Oh, wow. This was a lovely jaunt down memory lane. Whew, now I'm turned on, but first I've got to figure out what the hell to do about the guy from last night. So Lex didn't do the fairy switch thing, but new guy did, and I certainly didn't have my fist in him. So from what I understand of myself, I just uncovered it in him. The one who changed me seemed to know exactly what was happening, and she was trying to make it happen. Also, she nearly left me to drown at the end of it. I'll never know if she would have saved me or let me die if my rescuer hadn't arrived. Thinking back of the events on that night... I suspect she would have let me die.